Welcome back to the Dave Glenn Show. We're coming at you live from the ACC football kickoff in lovely Charlotte, North Carolina. The commissioner's going to stop by later, oh, John Stopper. Oh, this well, it definitely goes to uphill from here. All, downhill from all 14 here. head coaches will drop by, although we can squeeze all 14 to the live shows the next two days. We will have Mark Ritz, Justin Fuente, David Cutcliffe, and Larry Fedora on live? today's show live. That's good. We do have the unofficial mayor of the Atlantic Coast Very Conference. Very unofficial at this point. He is the play-by-play -play voice of the Atlanta Falcons, also the ACC Network voice, a host on Sirius XM whose show starts shortly, which means he gets an extra effort award for his visit here on the David Glenn Show. Wes Durham, good to see you always, in yes. person especially. How are you? I'm good. Uh, nice to be with you guys, and welcome to beautiful Uptown Charlotte. Yes, indeed. For man. the 2018 Atlantic Coast Conference. Look at that. Off. You're half commissioner well, while you're, while you're mayor. Uh, I have to ask you before we dig into the football, let's dig into National Hot Dog Day. Yeah. In West Durham's perfect world, what condiments are complementing your ideal hot dog How experience? many hot dogs am I having? That's another good question. What's that first answer out of the gate? Well, probably two. Two? In All case right. you haven't seen me lately. <laughs> uh, the first hot dog is going to have chili, onions, and slaw on Ooh, it. Ooh, nice. The second hot dog will have chili, cheese, and onions. And when I asked you off the air, you you wanted to know an interpretation of the question. Well, you said. What complements the dog elsewhere on the plate? Yeah, so I mean, you seriously you, contemplated such you, things. I mean, there's a difference. Are you having chips or are you having fries? Are you having macaroni <laughs> salad? Are you having pasta salad? Are you having pickles? What kind of pickles? Gherkins? You're going to tell me I'm having gherkins. I may only have one hot dog because I'm eating a whole damn jar of gherkins. You've told us you're living a dream covering sports for a living. Could you have gone the culinary route? No. Yeah, that'd been good. <laughs> I can't. The only thing I can do at a grill is take the cover off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like every once in a while we'll ride by the – there's a big green egg regional – you'll be stunned to find this out, I'm sure. There's a big green egg regional distributorship in Atlanta. I mean, like a big warehouse of the thing. And every time we ride by, Vicky will go, oh, there's the big green egg place. I'm like, we should get one of those. And she <laughs> goes, and what would you do with it? <laughs> yeah. I said, it would be fun to mess around with. She goes, we'd get it, spend all that money. You'd look at it one time and then go, why did we get that big green egg? So, no, I look, I enjoy food. This is a great food city. This is an emerging Amen. food city. Charlotte is. Amen. Uh, my man Packer has helped me in my last couple of trips here. We have we've hit some really good spots. And so I'm, uh, I enjoy being in Charlotte and uh, – but the hot dog question's a good one for you. Darren Vault, what was the name of the place we went to last night? King's Kitchen. King's, King's Kitchen's good spot. Southern. Not far from here, really good. Oh, really good. Man, it was really good. Nice choice. And a nice walk from here, which is which is well, even you need better. it for after the meal to walk off what you've had. This is true. Yeah. Hey, when you and I were young guys, some people described ACC football as a laughing stock sure. a long time ago. And, right. and in some years it was an accurate description. Now we have an ACC football that is four for four in participating in this new monster we call the college football playoff. When you look at the national landscape, are, are, are you focused in on the Clemson Tigers as a legitimate candidate from the ACC and only the Clemson Tigers? Or are you casting a wider net as the ACC tries to go five for five in participating? Well, I think what you have to look at when you look at the league is obviously Clemson, in my opinion, is one of three teams that could win a national championship any point in the last five years or the next five yep. years. Alabama and Ohio State are the other two, okay? In my, in my world right now, there are only three teams that fit the elite bill, okay? 
don't send me Texas, don't send me Southern Cal, don't send me Washington, don't send me Oklahoma. Okay, the, the ACC, though, David, has to find a way, in my opinion, to add somebody other than Clemson to the mix. Can Miami get there in the next five years? There's no doubt. Can Virginia Tech get there in the next five years? No doubt. Can Florida State get there in the next five years? Yes. Is there somebody beyond that? Because let's, let's be honest. One is fine. Two is awesome. Three is just a license to stand on the mountain and beat your chest and say we're better than everybody else. And really, we came awfully close to that last year with Miami. I mean, we had Miami at 10-0, and Clemson with the one loss right. they had clearly overcome in terms of the rankings. And let's be honest, we were down to a, a line where this could have worked out really nice. It could have been Miami-Clemson two blocks away for a lot more than just at birth in the CFP. It would have been potentially two teams in that house. Because yeah, think about it, if Clemson wins the game and it's close, that's Miami's first loss. Miami's a one-loss team that might have been able to trump, dare I say, Alabama. You know, I mean, maybe Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, then you're talking about two ACC teams. And you want to talk about the earth as we know it pivoting on its axis? Let two ACC yeah. teams go into college football <laughs> playoff ahead of other leagues. West Durham is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He is a fun follow on Twitter. Be nice to him there. <laughs> it is at West Durham. Most of you are. Thank you. You know, we're, we're going to have to add beyond Voice of the Falcons, unofficial mayor of the ACC, Sirius XM host, ACC Network, and even more than that. I think as I look around, and you and I have been at this a long time, like we're practically ACC historians. Yeah. Uh, because years ago we were the younger people here. Mm -hmm. And now we're not old, I don't think. No. But we're because of the nature of our industry, we're among the older people here. Yeah, this is 24 of these for me. And especially given your yeah. dad's award-winning career, right. you've lived and breathed this basically for your entire life. Help me understand and put in perspective the Dabo Sweeney factor. Because I believe that at the age of 48, you could already list him as one of the greatest football coaches in the history of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Oh, sure. And, and it sure. feels like there's some of that. It's hard to see in the middle of the tornado. Mm -hmm. You know, usually you're f reflecting on somebody's career. Right. But yet, and you started with what Clemson is right now. Right. What he's doing this stretch, I mean, who else is even on that short list? But Bobby Bowden, Frank Beamer, and some of the old timers. Well, and I'll That's throw it. Jim Tatum in there. Yeah. I'm a guy that believes Jim Tatum coming to this league and in particular coming to the state of North Carolina, leaving Maryland off a national championship in the early, early years yep. of the league, I think Jim Tatum, if you really want to dig back into it, Jim Tatum's death at 46 from Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever may have set the league back. Mm -hmm. Much as what Everett Case did to launch basketball, I think Jim Tatum was on the way to doing to launch football, not because it was at Carolina, but because he had already crafted a national championship program at Maryland and now was going to come to Chapel Hill. I don't think there's any doubt it would have benefited Carolina. It would have benefited Wake, Duke, NC State, Clemson, Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina at the time. Uh, Bobby Bowden, though, Dave, don't ever lose sight of this. Bobby Bowden went 70-2 and two in his first nine years in conference play. Unbelievable. Okay? He went 70-2 and two and essentially told everybody else, you have got to get to this mark. And gradually we developed a team that would challenge. Then there'd be another team. But yeah. the team that was challenging never had a partner. Yeah. Now we start to have partners in this. And it's interesting, the commissioner visiting with Mark and I earlier today talked about having, those having teams now like Miami, Virginia Tech, Florida State. We happen to think in the morning show on ACC – 
371 that, that Boston College could be one of those teams this year. Boston College could make that move. Their last six, though, are just incredibly difficult, including four in a row. I, look, I, I think there's going to be some teams that are going to grow. We're going to come out of here Friday. The preseason poll is going to come out. It's going to be Miami, Virginia Tech, and the Coastal, Clemson, Florida State, and the Atlantic. Yep. There may be a, a different team challenging two in the Atlantic, maybe NC State there, who knows. But the reality of it is one, two is pretty much going to be those ways. So we're good in the four. The question is, who's the five? Who's the three on both sides? Who's the four? Who's the – see, because I just don't happen to believe, quite frankly, that it's just simple enough to write Syracuse and Virginia at the bottom and then crapshoot the mess, rest of it. I just don't think it's that simple this year. Wes Durham is joining us on the David Glenn Show. I've had a couple of athletic directors say to me in my career, one of the riskiest things you can do in college sports is allow another school to hire away from you your own accomplished head coach in football or men's basketball. Right. We have one example of this. When Jimbo Fisher is now at incredibly wealthy Texas A&M. Sure. And it's largely, if not mainly, because of 70-plus guaranteed millions of dollars. Yeah. And Florida State flinched at that. When you look at the bigger landscape, are, are there real concerns that something like that can happen enough times to water down the AC. Jimbo Fisher was a national championship coach that an ACC member allowed to be lured away, right? Yeah. Carolina, Carolina didn't let Dean Smith or Roy Williams be lured away. No. Duke didn't let Mike Krzyzewski in basketball get lured away. I, whatever you think about Willie Taggart is welcome. But what about that landscape where it seems like the SEC and Big Ten schools have a lot more money to spend than the ACC schools? Well, I mean, right now they may. The reality of the coaching situation is this, though. I don't think Jimbo, sure, the money is the money, okay? And let's be honest, at the end of the day, it, it matters. I think Jimbo Fisher to, to College Station has a lot more to do with other things than just the money. I think it had to do with Jimbo Fisher probably needed a fresh start. And I'm not sure the fresh start was all professional, and that's my opinion. Some of his fresh start agree may you. needed to be in a personal front. And, look, we all know he went through a very difficult divorce. He had some custody of his kids, and nobody's really sure about any of that either. But College Station might have been a better move for Jimbo Fisher for a lot of reasons, and some of it had to do with football. The other thing is, too, let's be honest, it's harder to win now at Florida State than it was when they first got in this league and Bobby Bowden went 70-2. and two. Clemson, each of the last two years, their only loss in the regular season is a conference game once in their division on the road and once to a team that didn't qualify for a bowl at home. I mean, there is some depth to this league now that was not there eight years ago. Now we've started to build through coaching, through resources, through infrastructure, through scheduling. We've started to build some meat on the bone in ACC football. And you know what? We saw it coming. We could tell by the coaching hires, among other things, it was going to happen. But, David, let's be honest, at the end of the day, nobody else nationally wanted to recognize it until Clemson went to the CFP, until Florida State won that last BCS against Auburn. I mean, think about if Kelvin Benjamin doesn't catch a pass mm. across the back line. Think about if Hunter Renfro doesn't catch the cutout. Okay? We're still talking about everybody nationally still talking about, oh, it's a nice basketball league. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, there's some tub thumping going on in this league. And there's some players in this league, by the way. I mean... Let's be honest, the kid running the rock at BC's may be potentially a Heisman Trophy candidate. The guy throwing it at NC State's potentially a Heisman Trophy candidate. We got to be real about that. And that's one of the things that that nationally all we can do is talk about the league 
and then all the league needs to do is validate it. You know, validate it with Pitt, Penn State, West Virginia, NC State, yep. Miami, LSU, Florida State, Virginia Tech on Labor Day night being a great game, not some bus walk. You know, I mean, that's the stuff that counts. And by the way, how about the record against the SEC in the CFP yeah. era? Oh, 24 and 20? Wait, that can't be possible. <laughs> Misprint. That can't be possible. <laughs> I mean, so let's take it for what it is and, and don't stand up on the mountain and beat your chest yet, but respect the fact the league's gotten a lot better. That's the thing where I live in the intersection where I am at 75 and 85 and 285 <laughs> and seven and three-quarter million in the, in the metro. That's where I sit there and go, really? You're going to try and shove Alabama and Georgia down my throat? Well, by the way, there are other teams in that league too, and A&M's going to be one of them. Wes Durham is joining us on the David Glenn Show. All 14 ACC football head coaches will be dropping by, many of them live. Wes kind enough to drop by on the way to his show on Sirius XM. John Swafford gave his State of the Union address earlier today. Okay. Uh, sports gambling came up, the new redshirt rule, the new kickoff rule, the new transfer rule, attendance issues, and many more. What did you think was the most compelling or important thing that he said or addressed earlier well, today? Well, full disclosure, I wasn't in the room oh, because I was doing TV I'm and other sorry. things. I, I, I did expect to hear some of the things, the, the marks, the highlights that I heard from it are all things I think he has to have a positioning statement on right now. Uh, and I think I can speak in this light about comments that you're going to hear from any commissioner. Right now, we don't know what gambling will be like in this world. The injury report thing has been tricky from the start, okay? But I will say this, and you know this because of the NFL and the world you follow and I work in too, the injury report was developed for gambling, but it's validated who? That's something that if we want to develop that process, I'm fine with it. And I don't think there's a problem with what Jim Delaney proposed, what, two and a half, three weeks ago, the national injury report. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Now, I know there are some different privacy laws that, you know, the NFL has a PA, and that's a whole union labor deal. But let's be honest. This is a big boy sport now. We can release the injuries. Probable, doubtful, out. You know, the NFL sends you something on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Why can't we do that? There's, no, there's nothing saying we can't do that. And, and that's just good business, to be honest with you. His name is Wes Durham. Our interns are scurrying to prepare his hot dogs appropriately <laughs> on National Hot Dog Day. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Sure. Thanks for always answering you. our phone Absolutely. calls. Keep up the good work, Mr. Thanks. Mayor. Appreciate it. See you guys soon. Wes Durham on Twitter, at Wes Durham, play-by-play -play voice of the Atlanta Falcons, ACC Network, Sirius XM. Who knows what other enterprises he has going on at any given time.